Is it officially that? Yeah, actually, he made it official today. Who? Biden? Joe Biden. Uncle Joe. Good. Fuck you, Columbus Day. Thank God. It's now officially Indigenous People Day. Yep. Hey, that's a great way to start this episode. <laughs> Fuck you, Christopher Columbus. It's Indigenous People's Day. Woo! And um, I did a speech on uh, why Christopher Columbus shouldn't be a natural national hero in my speech class at Adrian College. Um, I mean, besides the fact of all the raping and pillaging and murdering and whatnot, but he also didn't actually discover America. So... Yeah, this is true. <laughs> Jeez. You can't discover something where people are already living. Well, didn't and he, he wasn't the first. South, like he South landed America? in the Caribbean. Yeah. 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 So Screw that guy. And the Vikings had been here like 400 years earlier. Yeah. Up in Greenland. Greenland. Um, but we're not here to talk about yeah. Christopher Columbus. We're here yeah, to talk I am. about something I am. else. Hold on. I want to say one more thing. I, oh, I heard okay. today... They're still doing that, like, oh, this is a front to Italians. Eat my ass. Really? Yeah. Oh. Because because that's, like, uh, he's Italian. And, like, in New York, they used to have, like, the Italian-American society, whatever, would have, like, a big celebration today. Oh. You know. So, you know, it's an affront to Italians. It's, like, similar to saying, like, Hey, saying bad stuff about Hitler is offensive to Germans. Get out of here. Now, we just need to switch Thanksgiving. Besides yeah. it being delicious food, it should not be the holiday it is. It should no. be a celebration of indigenous people. And not a terrible meal and murder. And I Thankfully, I, I see more people... Uh, I see more and more people saying stuff like that. So that's, I mean, that's how it starts. Let's just flip the history. You can still eat your pumpkin pie. Just celebrate a different reason you're eating the pumpkin pie. Or sweet potato pie, if that's your... No. No sweet potato pie. That's disgusting. You're disgusting. I don't want to do this podcast anymore. Bye. Well, you know, Danny, that's because you're a, a basic white girl and you that like your pumpkin true. spice. So, but I had some sweet potato pie uh, this weekend and it was really good. So I like sweet potatoes. I just you, you don't like sweet potato pie? pie. I don't know if I've had an actual pie. You probably haven't, and you should give it a shot. This is a and big I, pie episode. I it is. Um, <laughs> I actually prefer pie over cake, and it's my birthday uh, week. Uh, well, today is one week from my birthday, so that's why we're talking about it. Um. Yeah, but I uh, I bet if I put a sweet potato pie in front of you, I mean I'm not gonna had, turn down any pie. And you had a bite, barb. you might. And I told you it was pumpkin. You might not even notice. They're pretty. The flavor profiles are similar. Oh, I would say that sweet potato pie is a little bit has a slightly different spice profile, but it's very good. Anyway, this is not <laughs> a pie podcast as much as I want it to be. Um, this is. A music podcast. Yes, beside ourselves. Welcome. Beside ourselves. And this is episode forty-three. And on this episode, we are going to be talking about one of my favorite albums of all time, Ghosts, third studio album. Say the name, Meliora. Okay, because I can't pronounce it right. Every time I do, it's like Melori. No, I looked it Melora. up. I, I looked it up. It's a, yeah, it's a Latin word that means uh, the pursuit of something better. 
Oh, hmm. yeah. Look at Ghost, first... always there for us. Yeah. And also, since it's Josh's birthday week and it's Halloween month, it's a perfect tie-in. That's why we, yeah. I mean, that's what that's what we're doing here. I let you pick three out of the four spooky episodes, especially honestly. If I didn't have a spooky band that I liked, I would have let you pick all four. But it made sense to, yeah, to let me have one because this was because I had one that fit in the slot. So I'm um, so jealous of everyone. I know so many people with Halloween birthdays. Do you really like October birthdays? Oh, October, but yeah. Well, ha- you know, Halloween's all October. That's and true. Some of it's, September. Yep. Yeah. Basically in the first like week of November, September fifteenth to <laughs> November. We'll, we'll do do like uh, the first day of fall to Veterans Day. It's like <laughs> Halloween season. Um, it's Halloween season all the way till Election Day. Is usually my opinion. Okay, well, I was giving it a little bit. Uh, um, Veterans Day is the eleventh, so I was just giving it a little bit. Extra I'll take attention. it then. I'll take it. Plus, if you're like falling behind on your thirty-one for thirty-one, you can. Gives you more, more time. I mean, I'm I'm a year-round horror movie fan. So. I know, I know. But you I'll, you you have to like you. Do you try to watch new ones every year for thirty-one for thirty-one? Yes, uh, every thirty-one for thirty-one. I try to do a new one I haven't seen. I mean, not each day, busy life, you know. But yeah. I try to watch at least thirty-one different films that I've never seen during the month. That, Doing pretty good so far. That's wild. That I <laughs> I mean, I know there's a lot of horror movies, but just. If you're someone that's watching them all the time and you're into really into them, it's uh, I feel like it'd be it's probably a bit challenging to find that many watch, new ones. You watch a lot of bad ones, and like, well, no, yeah, I know that's that's part of the. I waited to watch like Candyman for this month. You know, stuff stuff that's just came out recently. I wait until I can watch it in this month to count it. <laughs> Are you excited or not excited for Halloween Kills? I am excited. Okay, it's relevant because Ghost is on the soundtrack, so and we will get into that. We are going to get into it. Um, Definitely going to get into it later. That's the whole reason I'm going to find that soundtrack on vinyl. That's what I already, <laughs> I already <laughs> bought the uh, the the seven inch of this of <gasps> Hunter's Moon. Yeah, Ooh, I didn't know they have it in several different inch. colors too. I'm sure the rest that. of the soundtrack will have a few other bangers though. A few, yeah. But uh, I I know there was a petition online from a group of firefighters to remake it because um, he kills a bunch of firefighters right at the beginning of the movie that are like saving him. Uh But he kills babysitters and nurses and everyone nonstop. He doesn't discriminate. So I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. You, I don't know that you can be offended that, uh, you know, a horror movie monster is killing anybody it doesn't it's not a commentary on any yeah i mean i guess it like if it was you know it was a movie where like that's all they were doing or like they were they they were killing all just cops or you know something like i could see maybe but i don't know well the second halloween movie he kills nothing but nurses because it all takes place in a hospital right nurses and doctors (laughs) so i mean but i'm just saying i mean Thin red line, Danny. Come on. I love our firefighters, but I'm don't want them to change the movie. (laughs) It'll be all right. All right. So let's get into this ghost album. Yeah. Um, we gotta go through it fairly quick, which will be easy because I have a bunch of new bands to talk about in our new music release. And you know how disc two, because we're doing both pop the pop star EP added on to this. Yep. It's Pope Star, but yeah. Yeah, Pope Star, sorry. 
um, you know how the last four songs are, are covers. covers. I have the originals lined up to play versus the new ones. Because I have some excitement and some regret some of these songs. So, okay. Well, and honestly, I said I said let's do the deluxe just so we could talk about Square Hammer. No, I'm down. Yeah, and I and then I thought talking about the covers would be fun too. And so. I actually like two of the four covers, but we'll get into that. <laughs> I like all the covers, but all right. When I, I say that, I like the originals less. Gotcha. You know what I mean? <laughs> gotcha. Like I think gotcha. they did they did an improvement. And then there's two that I think I love the original so much that it's not the same. Gotcha. All right. Okay. Um I'll well so I'll just do a quick personal history then. Um I'm not exactly sure exactly sure when, but I remember that was it you and the I Defiance the EP. crew? Huh? You were living with me and I bought the first EP. I remember that we jammed it Ghost? a lot. Yeah. See, I don't remember that, but that's okay. Well, what's your first memory? Sorry. I'll, I well, no, I just remember you guys. I, I feel like it was you and some folks from Defiance were going to see them. And I couldn't go. I wasn't super interested, but then I couldn't. And I didn't know who they were at all. Um, and then, but I also had like a, I had like Red Wings tickets or something. Like it's there. I had something going on. Like, and um, that's what Tab says anyway. I was trying to remember this. But then I, you made a list. You made me a mix CD for something. And uh, From the Pinnacle to the Pit was on it. And, it and I was like, you. holy shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah. And then I just remember like looking them up and like being like, damn it, I should have went to that. Like, um, and then have like, I seen the them more than you then? No, because I've definitely seen them without you. Okay. I've yeah, only no, seen I've them twice. So. Oh no, I've yeah seen, yeah, I've seen it more than you. Okay. I've, <laughs> I've so yeah so, um, I as I you know I think I've said it several times, but I I said we talked about it a bit on the last episode with Chris, um, how I I do really like heavy stuff, um, but. I like melody and I want to there's there to be some clean vocals and I feel like ghost is a perfect melding of my snarky atheism and my like for pop sensibilities and melodic songs, but then also like heavy riffs and dark imagery. Like it's, it's like perfectly created right in my wheelhouse and I feel bad when I say I feel bad for bands like Motion City Soundtrack or bands, other bands that I've spent like a lot more time with. But I like I have a hard time making a case for the fact like for Ghost not being my favorite band. Yeah. Um, and and so ever since I was introduced to them, I've been like trying to gobble up everything I can and um, also going to see them every chance I can. I've seen them in Grand Rapids and in Indianapolis in Toledo, in Detroit. Okay. Um, yeah, you definitely have seen them more than me. Um, I've seen them that once without you, and then I remember going to that show with you in Detroit, which was fun. Yeah, there was like there was a show in Indiana, and we were like we Tab and I were able to like they didn't play Detroit on that tour, I think, and we were able to pair it with like a we're gonna swing through Fort Wayne, we're gonna stay at a hotel, and then we're gonna go watch our friends wrestle in you know the, in Chicago, and then we're gonna you know kind of one of those Busy things weekend. 
Um, and one of the times I went and saw them, I actually saw them with like a bunch of wrestlers because a bunch of our like independent wrestling buddies are all ghost fans too, which is kind of fun. Um, and uh, yeah, no, I just, um, they've been, in, and that's the thing is like, you like, I love the music and then you go see them live and the yeah, stage the show is unreal. And um, should we get yeah. ghost tattoos? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I was, I've already been thinking about it. So <laughs> We can we can discuss uh, okay. at, a, at a later date. So, yeah, new tattoo boy. Oh yeah, you, yeah. you got wait, wait. yeah, you got two new horror tattoos. Got my creature from the Black Lagoon under my arm, and then my Midsummer Burning Hut. Whatever. Very I mean, they cool. can't see this. I'm showing you though. <laughs> well, I, I tattoos are cool, and I'm jealous, so I wanted to bring it up. I've actually I was thinking about a couple a couple years ago. I I remember on the side of the creature from the Black Lagoon. Um, uh, like pinball machine, there's just like his claw arm or like his arm with some like it's clawing the machine. And I thought that'd be cool to get like just his claw, his arm and hand on my arm somewhere with maybe it was clawing me or something. And then it also made me think of like the special effects from that movie where like someone would get attacked by him and you just see them screaming and then all of a sudden the, his the art the disembodied arm would just come across the screen at them <laughs> the you know the 1950s special effects so yeah anyway now i have frankenstein's monster bride of frankenstein and creature on my arm i have most of my favorites of the you know universal monsters well now you just have to get count chocula and um oh, i thought about Blueberry. getting all those on my arm that would be on my leg cool. Hey, you, you, there's still time. You still have the only can, other universal monster left. I think is scary that I would is the invisible man because that's a very terrifying story. Yeah, but I don't know what I would get. Not really. And then my wait, arm's so, kind of full. Wait, okay. So you have say who who you have again? I have uh, Frankenstein's monster, Bride of Frankenstein, and creature of Universal monsters. Right, right, right. So, so no love for Dracula or Wolfman. So my. Well, the mummy fun. Mummy's fine. But these are my favorites is what I'm saying. OK, actually, okay. I like them all. The only one that I've never gotten into is I didn't love Phantom of the Opera. I do love the the newer musical one, but I don't really consider is, that completely is, horror. Is Phantom of the Opera considered a universal monster? Yeah. The original. What? The old, old OG. What? I did not know this. This is news to me. Um, OK, so the Mummy's not one of your favorites, but I have a compromise. Brennan Fraser. Yes. Thank you for pulling <laughs> it right out of my brain. I Actually, when it. I was formulating that joke in my head, I thought about saying the rock is the scorpion king, but then I thought no, it'd be funnier to say Brennan Fraser. Since we're on the topic of universal monsters, you've seen Dracula? No, probably not. No. I've seen <sighs> I, I have seen uh Nosferatu though. Yes. Did you see it with me? Um, did you go to the see it at the Toledo Art Museum with a live yeah. organ accompaniment? Yeah, that I did. Oh, we did. Go see I can it. never remember who's at anything. I, I remember that there were some Defiance folks there, but I don't. And um, like Katie and Alex and them, but I don't remember. I do this to Tab all the time, where I'm like, I went and saw this thing, and she's like, Yeah, I was there, you idiot. Like, oh. so. <laughs> anyway, ghost. Is there? Wait, is there a? Is there a ghost? That's part of the Universal Monsters? No. I mean, there's lots of ghosts, but there's not like... That's a missed opportunity. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, okay. oh I'm, I'm sorry. I totally forgot what I was getting at. So I love Dracula. I love Bella Lugosi, but Lugosi. 
but filmed on the same stage. This is a little fact for people. And if you get the special edition of Dracula, you get the Spanish version, which they filmed later that night. Like they used all the same sets and stuff. It's a much better film. Don't get me wrong. Bella Lugosi is awesome, but you should watch the Spanish one that they filmed the same stage that night. And it's just great. Different actor or him? Yeah, it's all all different actors. They're all Spanish actors. Oh, so instead of dubbing it, they just got different people to. (laughs) It's like basically the same story, but, you know. I like my vampires to be from New Zealand, personally. (laughs) Although I do really I do love the new the TV show. So the what we do in the shadows. I haven't watched much of the new season yet. It's so good. So many other things I've been cramming in. It's very good. All right, ghost. Ghost. You're like, hey, we need to make this quick, and I'm just like, I let's know. talk about everything. Well, I like horror, and we're going on. Hey, man, it's October. We got to do it. It's a spooky time. Track one. Whoa, 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 whoa! Oh, oh wait, whoa. I didn't do my history. You didn't do your history. We didn't say that it's the third album, oh and it was released God. on October 21st, 2015, and then the Pope Star EP, which we're also covering, was in September of 2016. Okay, now do your personal history i think one of the defiance dudes had a shirt or a sticker or something and i knew about them but didn't know them and then i went to a record store and they had the ep the we have ghost or you have ghost ep and the guy there was like I think david grohl was involved with this you know and i was like all right i'll take a chance it was not super expensive and it was amazing and then i became a fan ever since yeah he's um uh he's he has he has an actual credit on there I think like, he was one of the nameless schools on that first, at least EP. Yeah, no, I think he played, but that's what I'm saying. Like he actually is credited on the album too. Like you, you can see it says like his name. I can't remember. I have it, but I don't, I'm not on, on this album. I don't know if they do it on every album because this is the first time I've done research. Research on Ghost has like wind or like you know soil or some crazy thing. Yep. Is this the thing they always do, or was that just on this album? Yeah, no, they were always well. So they had two things. They had like they were elementals, and then they also had like omega, alpha, omega. Like they were. That's what I thought. Yeah, no, they did both. Um, okay. Cool. Yeah, and then and this is the last album with like before the lawsuit. Yeah. Too, and before that it's kind hard of to like love this band because of all that shit. Well, see, but I feel like that whole thing is like a he said, she said. So I, I was just like, I'm just going to continue to enjoy the music and not like, you know, it's different than like some sort of like, you know, yeah. oh, the, the, it's either like um, the worst case scenario is that a guy was an asshole to his friends financially. It's not like there's some sort of like something more sinister going on. And I'm just yeah. so I'm I, I'm just like, well, I like the music, so I'm going to continue to um listen to it and oh well like <laughs> so um th- there there's enough things that are presented the way that things are presented even in the past it, like you know tobias forge would do all of the interviews dressed up like one of the ghouls like there's there's so many things that point to like this was his thing and not yeah. their thing like um that i'm like i don't know i don't know enough to be mad and i'm just gonna let it go and and they, i don't think they won the lawsuit so that also points towards maybe he was right but i don't know i don't know um i i was actually excited when they uh i was not excited i was bummed that there was like dissension in the band but i was excited because i was like oh these ghost guys will like go and do other stuff because that was like the first 
the first like unmasking of like um, Martin, which I think he was Omega. He had like a band, and he was like, "Oh, I was in Ghosts, and now here's my new ba- here's my new band." Like, and I was like, "Cool, I we're gonna get more stuff that might be ghost like." I don't know. There's nothing so, like Ghost. Huh? Sure there's, there's other things like Ghost. But nothing like Ghost. Yeah, well, yeah. The the he was in the band that he went to was a band he was in before. It's called Magna Carta cartel and you can hear the guitar like all of the very um ghost guitar solos have a a very similar quality across songs like you can hear it and go oh that's yeah that's well so he's that's that guy and so like you could hear that in the magna carta cartel songs too but it yeah otherwise it didn't really sound like ghost so all right um track one uh, I have a lot of notes, um, but I, most of them are about songs. I just want to say that uh, they, <laughs> the 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 timeline of the album is that the first album was about like the coming of the Antichrist. The second album was about like the birth of it, the Antichrist, and then the third album is about him in his reign. Yeah. So that's that's all I as far as like album wide things. That's just what I wanted to. Uh, to point out okay track one spirit (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i love the creepy tone of this song is that a theremin um i don't think so because the story that i've heard about this is that the one of the things that led to like the retro futuristic um like theme of the album is a guitar riff that uh, like a spooky guitar riff that they've um put together and uh, and then um like the 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 idea for the album is from the uh, the sound on this song, so I think that that's just guitar. No, oh. well, it sounds crazy. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how. Um, let's see. I, I could see why you would think it was a theremin. It sounds like a theremin. And how do you pronounce absinthe? Absinthe. The way he pronounced it. Until I finally read the lyrics, I always thought the song was about like a spirit being absent and oh. follow or like allowing you to experience new possibilities. And then I actually read the lyrics to the song. I'm like, oh, this is just about the drink. Yeah, it's about uh, the green fairy taking you on a trip to the uh, like um, basically like seeing hell. And, you know, and I've had absinthe and it did not open seven seals of the gates of hell. Did you have real absinthe or did you have? I had Michigan absinthe, which isn't real. You have to get it from like overseas to have real absinthe. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure. I mean, I don't know, but I'm sure a lot of that was overblown, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Maybe yeah. not. I don't know. You know. I don't know. I've heard real shit. Like, I'm not a fan of Marilyn Manson anymore, but I know he used to order his from overseas when he went on tour because it would fuck him up like insanely. Mm hmm. Well, so, um, and, uh, the other thing was that they were looking for this to like be an intro, like a intro, like a mel- a terror melody from like a technicolor in the sci-fi style of Ed Wood. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Like, a, which it has that like old timey spooky, like, um, uh, Scooby-Doo like <laughs> kind of thing, which I, um, you know, it's, a. Uh, it fits. It's a great. It's a great starter. 
and it, this song has like a lot of uh it's just like uh it's got that like weird like uh computer choir thing going like i don't think that's i think that's like a made to sound like people but it's not like it's digital um it's just and it's got this like weird uh like spooky epic vibe it gives you the plan nine from outer space vibes yeah 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 (laughs) so yeah that's all i've got on this song it's good it's real good all right the the song that started it all for me from the pinnacle to the pit Mm, that chunky bass that bass line is so great uh if uh if sung differently this would be a church hymn too uh yes and no no i mean like a, a church of satan yeah okay hymn. yeah sure uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's say or just a song about falling from success amazing guitar work on this track amazing i mean most of these tracks have amazing guitar work i don't want to sound like a broken record but well so the instrumentation and the production on this album i feel like is is uh so good and they just they're the way they're able to like layer things and i don't know but this i love this song i love the way that this i love this song musically but then i also oh and i and i guess they based the riffs off of like a led zeppelin style like that's what they were going for um he actually said uh this is this is like something that would sound great coming out of a stereo in a car in a high school parking lot it's true i mean i was um, never in a high school parking lot listening to it but it does yeah. sound good in a stereo in a car that's yeah, true um but uh i love so this has there's a narrative in this song you know it's about satan's fall uh lucifer's fall from heaven and i love um when they say you'll wear your independence like a crown yeah um i love like paradise lost um the poem about satan's fall and he says in there um he says in there here may we reign secure and in my choice to reign it is worth ambition though in hell better to reign in hell than serve in heaven like i love that portrayal of like um uh the sympathetic portrayal of satan where he's like not necessarily bad he just doesn't want to be under god's thumb and that's why i think this could be a hymnal or whatever no i i get that that but that's why i said i don't know about all that because it's like a progressive church (laughs) yeah okay (laughs) maybe (laughs) very progressive um although there was a uh, there was a um he was an angel at one point and why not tell the story of what happens when an angel falls? Well, and he was, uh, he was by uh, biblical accounts the like the fairest of them all. Like he was the, he was like God's right hand man before, um, you know, he decided to go in business for himself. <laughs> um, what was I? Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I I have a quote for a different song later that also applies here, but I think it applies better later, so I'm gonna leave it. Um, yeah, no, this and this is probably still maybe just because of the because of how much I like the theme and because it's like the first one. Even though I think there's some other songs that like I like what they did musically better in Ghost Catalog. Um, I feel like this is this is still my favorite Ghost song. Wow, better than Square Hammer. Yeah. All right. All right. 
Oh, and right now they're doing that, like, in my ears, they're doing that, like, solo, like, breakdown thing between oh, the... Oh, so good. <laughs> Just such a good song. All track right. Th track yep. three. Say it. Say the word. Cerise. Okay. See, I'm not going to try to touch the Latin. That's all you. That's okay. I, I was in choir, so I'm... I know how to pronounce Latin and I did look both of these up just to be sure, but that's actually what I've been calling both of them the whole time, thankfully. So I didn't look like an idiot in front of anybody, but um, yeah, no, cause this one looks like it could be like Cersei. And actually I've heard other people call it Cersei and I've heard, um, I've like heard all sorts of like Meloria, m m you know, all sorts of like different pronunciations from people. So, um, but man, Cerise lead single. Grammy yeah. award-winning lead single. You want to know uh, on a popular opinion then? You don't like it? It's kind of repetitive. It's a good song, but like it's not a skippable song. But I think there's much better songs on this album, which is funny that this was the Grammy winning one. Well, I think this is this is the one that wins a This is the only one that wins a Grammy, though. I, I think just the, you know. No, I'm saying like I feel I feel like they they released they put any any other song in that category I think it might lose, um, just like Rats didn't win, and I thought mm, you'd have put Dance Macabre in there, you'd have fucking won. But <laughs> yeah, you put Rats in for some reason. Like what are you doing? Rats. Um, so because you know you got to like play to what the kind of stuff that you think the the Academy of uh, are they called the Academy for Music too? I know it's the Academy for uh oscars but the music Maybe? snobs you know what kind of stuff they like so <laughs> uh i always thought the song or i took the song as a, a feeling sorry for someone hurting kind of and seeing them and being there for them in some form <laughs> was that too generalized for a ghost song <laughs> yeah yeah um it's a simulation of a relationship between a religious authority against the small person who can't differentiate between empathy and manipulation so it's basically like <laughs> it's like the the pastor saying like, oh, I can hear you. I can hear you hurting. Let us help you. Let us help you. You know, but they're they're trying to manipulate you. They don't actually care. Maybe I've just been manipulated so much. I think that's helping. That, that could be. <laughs> or maybe you just you're not evil enough for these uh, for these songs. So you're like trying to find the the good <laughs> the good part. So. This song actually also was initially going to be a like a nine minute uh, instrumental song, and it was going to be Devil Church. And this song were one song together. Which, when you see them live, they do play Devil Church right before, and it leads into Cerise. So, um, yeah. but it used to, yeah, it used to. It's wild to think that this song um, would. Uh, if you, you play know. them before each other, they still sound good. They almost yeah. should have put this song before. Yeah, it's it. weird that it's not before it on the album, but it's way at the end. So you know how like sometimes you go to a wedding and they'll play Thunderstruck and you have to play the game. Yes. Um, maybe at mine will play Thunderstruck, but you have to do it when they say thunder in this song. And you feel the probably doesn't thunder. say probably doesn't <laughs> say it enough times. We just have people like chugging in between. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. That's all I got on this one. I will say though that uh, I, it's one of those like earworm things where um, anytime someone says thunder around Taberai, one of us will say, "Can you feel the thunder?" Like <laughs> every time, stupid. So, 
Um, all right. Uh, I, I actually the thunder. I didn't look up how to pronounce this one. Spoksnasnet. Uh, Spoksnasnet. Uh, it means Ghost Sonata in Swedish, which this band is from Sweden. So, yeah, you put you put that uh, cream on you put tattoos. that cream on your tattoo. So this Lube is an instrumental. It's less than a minute. It's creepy. Do you need some aqu aquaphor? I got some right here. Do you? Oh, <laughs> same bottle. I need a tattoo. It's been too long. I need to call Mandy or email Mandy. I'm caller. Call people. <laughs> Any other thoughts on a song? <laughs> um, I mean, it's an instrumental, so there shouldn't be too crazy. Um, so there's something really cool about this song. Okay. Um, so what? when did when did uh, Prequel come out? This album like two after, years this, after this? Um, this one came out in 2016. 2018, yeah. So yeah. two years. Well, actually, no. So this album came out in 2015. The, oh, the, the deluxe. deluxe came out in 2016. So um, in an interview, he said, um, at the beginning of pre-production, we had to clear we had a clear need to introduce an interlude between a couple of very intense songs. So we took a fragment of a song that is not on this album, which we which we, as we often do, leave for later. The first half of the song is a small piece like a climbing spider that comes from a song called Rats that you will know in a couple of years. So I just thought that was cool that it's like, I, I, and I didn't take time to like listen to it and then listen to rats to see. But I, I, once I heard that, I was like, Oh, I can hear where. Yeah. You know, cause oh, I think they, cool. yeah, I was like, Oh, neat. So they already had the, he already had the idea for what he was going to do with the next album way back then. So that's cool. I hope this song that's on the Halloween soundtrack is a clear intention of what's coming on this album. I think it is. And we can talk about we can we'll let's talk about it. that when we get to it. Just remind me. Okay. Um So, next song. This Track song five. I've he actually joked, yeah, he is. I've joked about it being a praise him cuz it has a praise him feel to it except it that it's not about um god so although supposedly it's not about satan either necessarily even though i you could totally read it that way yeah. they even call him the morning star and stuff like they called like lucifer is called the morning star although jesus is also called the morning star in the bible at one point so it's hard to say but um what do you think about he is all right beautiful guitar intro the flamenco or whatever they're doing there um, I could see this being an anthem for like a satanic church, like commercial or something. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like a love poem to our Prince of Darkness. Uh, what's the Latin in the song? Uh, I didn't, I don't have it pulled up. I think it's oh. like our something father, our something mother. I can't remember. And then the song almost turns into a 90s alternative song when the drums kick in. Yeah, I hear that a little bit. <laughs> It's not bad. I like this song a lot. I'm just saying. <laughs> this line. Uh, oh, they can't hear, but I'm listening to the chorus. Oh, it means. Um, uh, so yes. Nostro Dispater means our father of riches. And then. Um, oh, and Dispater is also the name for a god of the underworld. Oh. Um, but it's then, not about saying, huh? 
<laughs> and then um, the other one means our nurturing mother. So, which is a which is apparently a. Uh, the devil is a father figure <laughs> to Papa Meritus <laughs> three is what it says. So, um, yeah, no, I love this song. Um, I guess the other thing, and where is it in my notes? They said that this this song was also like partially written as a tribute to a friend of theirs that commits suicide. I think. Oh shit. Um. There it is. Um, and it was uh, it was originally going to be on uh, Infatessin. <laughs> God damn it. It was originally going to be on their second album, all this Latin. Um, but they were like attempting to try to get it to sound more like Ghost and adding and subtracting like su subtracting other elements. And then they ended up putting it on the shelf. And then when they were doing pre-production for this, um, they... Uh, their producer was like, oh, that's great. And then they just um, recorded it as is. So, um, but the, yeah, so the lyrics were, the lyrics were influenced by the suicide of Selim Lamucci, the guitarist of the Devil's Blood. Oh. Who's friends with the band. Yeah. Do you know the Devil's Blood? No. Sorry, I, I, I'm sure I butchered that name too. His, um, this man's name. So Listeners know we don't know his name. We don't know shit. Yeah. So um, what a great tribute that song, though. Um, yeah. Oh, also, um, fun uh, fun fact about Cerise that maybe you didn't know. Did you know that they performed it on The Late Show with Stephen no. Colbert uh, <laughs> on a on October 30th, which was a Halloween-themed episode? I mean, it fits, but no, I didn't yeah. know that. It was wild, though. It was their first televised, televised uh, appearance in the United States. Damn. Yeah. Um, all right, uh, next track, Mummy Dust, number six. Boo. You like Mummy Dust? This is not only my least favorite track on the album, my least favorite ghost song of all time, and I think it might be one of my least favorite songs of all time. Oh, Danny, why? I, I can't put my finger on it. I'm cool with the greed theme of the song. It's just the structure of it or something. I hate it. I hate the song. I didn't like it as much at well, like when I first heard the album because it's it's definitely like, especially because of the way he sings, it's like a a departure from kind of the the style of the rest of the album. But this feels it like grew it on me be, over time. It should be like in a Broadway play. Even the cool synth solo at two minutes can't save the song to me. Like, I mean, I guess. I, I like it. It's 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 definitely a um you know it's not in my top five on this album. <laughs> um, it's just my opinion. I really don't like the song yeah. Mummy Dust. But it it also I, I love uh, the name of it because Mummy Dust is a reference to mummy powder, um, which is something that it's literally ground up mummies. And they used to, and like in the medieval times, they used to give that, like when uh, crusaders started going like into the Middle East and um, they would they would bring back like mummy dust and you would take it for different ailments. Like your doctor would literally prescribe you mummy, mummy powder. Dust. Yeah. Mummy powder. Mummy dust. Which is kind of interesting. 
Um, when, and I actually only just recently learned that on a podcast called Our Fake History. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Good podcast. Look it up, everybody. It's fun. Anyway. Um, yeah, this uh, this song was also supposed to be... this. Actually, no, this song was supposed to be on uh, their first album, and um, but it didn't. Uh, they shelved it and brought it back later. You should have just kept it on the shelf. Okay. <laughs> Whenever they play this one, he's always like, "You guys want to hear heavy, motherfucker?" I'm like, "I mean, this song's heavy. heavy. This song's heavy for you guys, maybe, but come on, (laughs) come on, guy." I do love the "In God We Trust." I like that part. You don't you don't like that part? I like that. No, I don't like any of it. Rude. (laughs) You have to like every song on this album, Danny. It's my birthday. I love this album. Okay. Uh, next song, Majesty. Now this song brings the record back. Like, this is one of my favorite songs on the album. Uh, what does that affect at the in the very beginning riff? Uh, let me click on it. Hold on. Where it like sounds like a like a nineties like, like I'm a... driving my Corvette something you know like there's a riff and then all of a sudden another guitar like comes in and it makes it sound like it's almost like a synth or something it's weird yeah but i love that i don't know what that sound is but <laughs> um mm. also my opinions on this song, what if the what if the new god doesn't like to be called old man you just keep calling him old man in this song well old, old one, one is satan but old man that might be offensive to him what they if say old like man or i thought they said old one they say old man once and then they say oh. old man, old one. Uh, praise the dark one of this chorus, Dan. It is good. And the guitar solo is killer yet simple. Might be a little long, but overall, it's still just such a good song. Hmm. Yeah. Old, yeah, old one master. Um, this is, t- yeah, this is definitely a praise. This is a praise song to Satan, but it's all or and maybe maybe the the Antichrist that they um that they talk about here. But this is also like uh they say it's it's about um like where's it at here? Um it's like a hymn about the dark lord of the underworld, but on the other hand, it it paints a picture of like a swarm of people who in a world com- of complete disaster idolize an authority that is clearly looking down on them how love how to love something that hates you back so like you know they're like these people that are they're praising the antichrist or satan's majesty but he's like oof you know what i think would be sick like thinking about uh, like if they ever got to play like a giant 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 venue and you know how like travis parker's strapped into his drums and goes up down and spins i want one of the ghouls Name of schools to be strapped in to a giant church organ, with like the giant, like I just want that spinning in the middle of it to this song, because I think the like piano church organ sound in this is so sick. Would that be awesome? You know, yeah. Response? <laughs> yeah. No, I was trying to visualize it. <laughs> I. It's like making a church organ. Go all over. <laughs> they do have a, a person who plays a guitar, though. I want someone spinning in a giant circle of organs. 
like Phantom of the Opera style. That's your second <laughs> Phantom of the Opera reference yeah. in one show. <laughs> Spooky. I've never seen that play ever. Have you seen anything? Really? None of no. it? Mm-mm. Wow. I don't oh, know man, what to just say. listening to these riffs. <laughs> You're right. Like none of them are like super complicated, but they just they just it's not necessarily about being complicated. It's about doing the right thing at the right time. Yeah. Yeah. This will be like the first one of these episodes that I'm like willing to send to the artist because I'm just like just there lavishing praise on them the entire time. <laughs> All right. Track eight, Devil Church. We kind of already talked about Devil Church. But... Yeah, but a fucking time those church organs like get like the solo, like solo, solo. It's so fitting. And oh, my other note is glad we added the Pope Star EP, or this would have been a short episode. <laughs> <laughs> you know, th- this, I feel like this track really adds something to it when you're seeing them live because of the, like the way that their stage is set up. It literally looks like we're in like a demonic church. So it's like, it fits. So yeah. And like we said, it's, it's kind of the intro to, to, uh, Cerise. Yeah. And they still use it that way, even though it's not part of the song anymore. They use it that way at the live events, which I'm going to one. I'm going to buy tickets to that, too. You should. Track nine, Absolution. Absolution. This song is... uh... Close your eyes. Okay. Imagine you're playing an 8-bit version of Castlevania. Doesn't this sound like it could go with that perfectly? I have no idea what that sounds like. It's such a good song, though. Um... Yeah. And then he talks about, you know, the lyrics I'm assuming are about like not or being obsessed with material things. Yeah, right? it's the the lament of the modern woman or man who spend their lives thinking that their possessions have that something else that allows them to above any responsibility. Listen, Papa, the way I deal with my depression is I buy things, okay? And I buy a lot of things like records, okay? He, listen, <laughs> Papa... Pa- Papa wouldn't be selling uh, Papa uh, candles and Papa butt plugs and four different Papa action figures if he didn't want your money. So <laughs> I like my material things. That's all I got in the song. I really like the song. And they, they, I don't think they had a Papa butt plug, but they really did have a Papa vibrator. Did they really? That they were selling on their website. Yeah. Wow. It was a vibrator or a dildo. I don't remember. One That's when two. you know you've really made it, you know? He's like, let's see if anybody actually buys this thing. <laughs> so, um, all this song has like the chorus is like really like epic on this. Like, and I I have like a sp- specific memory of like being on the floor in front of like at at a venue like with all the people around me, all of our arms up in this. And the sky, like the song says, yeah, like screaming the words. The song, like it's a, it's a great live song, and uh, like a lot of stuff on this album, it's got it's like got those epic moments that are like, oh, this is, this is something. So, but it's got a, it's got like it's got like a dirty, 
dirty riffs and bassline, just like um, from the pinnacle Filthy. to the pit. Yeah. So good. All right, track 10. Uh, Deuce and Absentia. I don't know. Um, yep. No, you actually... Deuce in absentia. You got that right. Um, and that is um, the absence of God. That's what that means. So my frail, innocent heart took the song as being about someone as optimistic as me when the world really sucks around you, still trying to find the good. I don't know. I'm sure I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, uh, the story of a modern-day man nearing his end, whether he's dying or near closure with a large piece of his life unknown but he meditates with the idea of it coming to an end and then i said it was similar to when satan was speaking with jesus in the garden of gethsemane when they were talking very close whoa wild whoa. wild <laughs> wild stuff weird wild stuff six dead world it's it, good it's really sweet this is another great one to to um See live, see live, yeah. yeah. I mean, this whole uh, it's all good, even Mummy Dust. I bet you Mummy Dust is so. Mummy Dust is fun live because Mummy Dust is the song where the Papa Bucks get shot out of the cannon. <laughs> so, there's that to look forward to. You know, Listen. oh, they're about to play Mummy Dust. Boom, here, I'm gonna get me some Papa Bucks off the floor. I have like a whole <laughs> wallet full because we you really at, when I went to that Fort Wayne show, um, we were like right near the where they were shooting off. Um, we it was so great, we had floor. It was it was like does the fox have floor seats? Yeah. It was like it was like that. It was like a small theater, but it didn't have floor. It just had seats on the floor. And so we were like super close, but also had seats and um we were right by where the pop up bucks were shooting out. So well, I the yeah, I, I fucking the front. There's a pit. Oh no, yeah, there was no pit here. This was just seats. <laughs> It was the Embassy Theater in, in in Fort Wayne. So, yeah, no. Um, talking about Mummy Dust again. I love the oh. and the love of uh, Deuce, Deuce in Absentia, where like uh, the choir comes in in between, and then he like really picks up the like all of your imagination. Like, oh, it's so good. It's like really. <laughs> Just like brings brings it up, so that, which is it. It's good because I feel like the first couple times I heard that song, I was like, the 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 verses don't really do much. They're kind of yeah. like low key, but then when they break into it, it gets better. So I know you probably haven't, but ah oh man, what's the name of it? Sorry, hold on. Oh, the new Mike Flanagan, Flanagan show. Uh, Midnight Mass on Netflix, new show. Nope. You haven't watched it, have you? No. Nope. I know you don't like horror stuff, but it's not completely horror. So it's a, are you going to watch it? I, I, I'm not against horror. I'm a, I don't like jump scares. Okay. I don't like being startled. It's not so an that, and I think you should watch this because it's about a priest, and he goes to uh, overseas. And he comes back because an angel touched him. But it turns out the angel is either a demon or a vampire. Okay. And then I'm the church I'm... becomes Black Mass or Midnight Mass. And he changes this whole little, like, town into these, like, just, I think you should actually watch it. 
because it sounds very interesting to me. Yeah, I think you'd like it. Give yourself some spooks this Halloween, Josh. See if I can find some time. Yeah. (laughs) Got another little little project working on. Another little project? Another little project. What are you doing now? It's a secret. Oh, man. All right. So let's move on to Pope Star or just two of this. Because we start off with track one, Square Hammer. One of the best songs by Ghosts ever. It is a pretty good song. It's I, so good. I remember when this song was like, when it came, I guess not when it was uh, released for like preview. It wasn't like on Spotify or anywhere else. wasn't released physically. Couldn't buy it yet. But it was on like some website had it. Um, yeah, like, we had to listen to it on the website. If, yeah, I, I don't and I rem- I was in. I remember just listening to it over and over and over again. I remember, I remember being in the basement of our townhouse doing my laundry, just fucking jamming. Like, and <laughs> and I was like, I think that was the moment I knew they were my favorite band because I couldn't remember a song coming out and me being like that jazz that I'm just like listening to it over and over and over again like a fanatic. Um, and um. Yeah, and I'm actually I've been doing that with Hunter's Moon. I'm like so I can't believe I'm not sick of it yet. I was about to say this was my favorite ghost song until recently. Yeah. Um, um the idea behind the song is pretty straightforward. I register allegiance to the devil. The chorus is beyond catchy for a metal song. Like like it's a pop song. I mean, it's, well, it's that's, amazing, I mean though. in the re- in reality that's that's ghosts like on the on the on the t- on the front of it ghosts appeal is their gimmick yeah but on the back end uh and your lizard brain it's because they're because the pop sensibilities and all of their varied influences are masterfully used to create catchy songs that are like we're evil it's like dan house and very nice very evil yeah. like <laughs> so are you on the square that's ah, such a good um, song so yeah and you know we were talking like so the first album is a testament to antichrist's advent the second one is a story about the birth and arrival of the antichrist on earth the third album uh meliora which we just did uh um is you know the antichrist establishing his reign on earth and then this song is supposed to pick up like right where that so you this is like antichrist mid-reign you know um because this is technically like, <laughs> technically like a separate uh, release. So, um, and funny story about this. Um, I didn't realize it um, at first, but I f- quickly found out that Are You On The Square, Are You On The Level is like Masonic uh, code, like, like Masonic sayings, oh, um, like Freemasons. And so I remember like when this song came out, I wrote like, are you on the square? Are you on the level? Like in my Facebook status or something. And then I very quickly, when I like found that out, I like deleted it because my, like all of the men on one side of my family are all Masons and like really involved. And I was like, Oh, better don't need to be putting that out there. Getting myself, getting myself (laughs) in trouble with my grandpa. So, um, yeah. So, and uh, it's funny, um, Tobias did an interview where he said that, um, where's it at? I know I have too many notes. Um, I'm sorry. You're good. 
He did an interview. Oh, so he said when they uh, when they made Square Hammer, they needed a big opening track. It was inspired by various explosive opening tracks and records. And he said specifically, when I was a kid, there was a concert called the Moscow Peace Festival. Have you ever heard about that? No. It's like they they've fucking like um, got all these huge bands at, of the time to go over and play this big concert in Moscow. And it was like Motley Crue, Ozzy Osbourne, like the Scorpions. Like I, I'll i have to look up. And it was like, like, like in 1989. So it was like peak time for like, for all of those bands. Um, and it's like a wild story about like them and the CIA and all sorts of, you know, cause going to, going to moscow as americans in 1989 you know be like be like if they were like hey we're gonna play a concert in north korea today or like iran or you know like um i don't know about all that so um but yeah he was saying uh he remembers it so clearly he was eight years old ozzy osborne opened with i don't know and it's such a fucking great opening track it was in front of like eighty thousand people who all went nuts so if you ever if you ever want to play bigger places, you have to have records that sound like you're playing in big places, which is kind of like I feel like Square Hammer was like a, even though they had already kind of broken out, like it was like a it's kind of like that thing I say with um, with Blink and Green Day, where like Green Day opened the door and then Blink kicked it open. Like I feel like like Cerise opened the door, the door and then this one like kicked it open and now Ghost is like fucking everywhere. So, yeah. They're still right. niche, but they're 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 everywhere. Yeah, they're niche. All right, ready for this? Yeah. Share my screen. Share my ass. Oh. Got him. All right. So the first cover is Nocturnal Me, originally by Echo Bunny Man. Echo Bunny Man. Well, Echo and the Bunny Men. Nope, just Echo Bunny Men. And I actually like the original way more. It sounds more spooky, more Halloween. I'm going to play a little of the original. And this is Ghost Cover. So this cover, I don't think it's a terrible cover, but I really like the original. So I'm mixed on this one. Yeah, it's not a bad twist. I think the original. I, th I think they're both good. Um, I could see why, like, if you were really into that, going the Bunnyman one, that you wouldn't like the Ghost one as much. It's hard for me because I heard all the covers first. I think the only, I think the only one of these songs that I'd heard before I heard the Ghost cover was, was Missionary Man. So. Yeah. All right. So the next one, do you have any more thoughts on that? Nope. Next one is, I believe, originally by Simeon Mobile Disco. Spoiler, I really like the original a lot.
right, so here's Gus. This is my least favorite cover. Well, yeah, I, I I understand why, because I feel like it's so much different. It sounds like Billy Idol's trying to cover the original song <laughs> in a very slow tempo. Yeah. I like it, but for the same reason, I didn't I hadn't heard the original before. And I, I'm wonder I actually when I heard the I like when I heard the riff, when I heard the music on the ghost cover, I was like, Oh, I think I've heard this song before. Yeah. But then when I heard the Simeon Mobile Disco cover, uh, like original, I was like, Oh, that's not what I think I heard. So I'm wondering, <laughs> like, if there's another cover of sure there is. that song that I've heard. And, you know, I don't know. But so yeah, the, I could see why you wouldn't like it as much because it's so different. So those two songs right there, Nocturnal Me and I Believe, I like the originals more. Next two songs, I think Ghost killed it when it comes to covering and making a song better. So this is Missionary Man by The Rhythmics. Yeah, and then Ghost. Well, I was born an original sinner. I was born from original sin. And if I had a dog, that's where the missionary I like that cover way more than the original. <laughs> I, I, I will say that if I like if I wasn't in the know and I heard like I think that's the only cover that you could convince me was an original ghost song. Like I feel like that's how well they made it their own. I agree. Um yeah, no, I like yeah, I I, I don't love your eurythmics though, so what the don't way that love uh well, everybody likes sweet dreams, but I know. I <laughs> um, the next one, I think the original is complete garbage. <laughs> like, <laughs> by Imperiat. Right? Yeah, I think they're a Swedish uh, religious group. band or something. It's called Bible. And then here's Ghost's great cover of it. It's still preachy sounding because the original sounds very preachy. Well, so it's about it, the creation and then the fall of man. Yeah. But um, it's it sounds cooler coming from. from oh, Kobe. yeah, no, totally. Um, and that whole like now who will pray for Babylon, sing along, sing a song to Babylon. You know, Babylon is uh, is was a real place, but it also is like a stand in. It's like the, the it's the evil city that God's just like, I'm just going to destroy this because 
Um, it didn't, you know, because they're sinful. And um, so it's like, a, you know, a stand in for that. And, you know, earlier we were talking about, um, uh, what were we talking about? Oh, about like, uh, you, you said something about like helping, like helping Satan or like um, praying for Satan or something like you were saying like, uh, oh, this, uh, this could be, um, even though that's that one uh, he or whatever song it was, was, yes. oh, uh, uh, no, it was from the pinnacle to the pit. It's like, um, you know, maybe a progressive church would be like using Satan as a positive example in a certain way. And um, there's an interesting quote that like uh, they're saying, like, who will pray for Babylon? Like, who will pray for the sinful people, even though God's just God just like, fuck it. I'm just going to destroy humanity because. Um, but so Mark Twain, uh, he said, but who prays for Satan? who in 18 centuries has had the common humanity to pray for the sinner who needed the one sinner that needed it the most. Yeah. So it's like, Oh yeah, the, <laughs> that's interesting. And then this, like um, I will wipe. I like the, the little outro that they added. That was like, it's basically like God speaking. That's not in the original that they added the, I will wipe from the face of the earth, the human race I've created with uh, and with them the animals, the birds, and the creatures that move along uh, ab along the ground, for I regret that I have made them. Um, and that's basically like, it's a quote, it's basically, it's like a paraphrase of a, a quote, uh, or like a verse in Genesis. Um, you know, so it's like, uh, God is not, uh, man is wicked, and God would rather just wipe the slate than, uh, do something better about it i think is the message <laughs> at least that's what ghost is trying to impart i don't know what the original band was trying to impart but yeah it seems it really was... weird until you like look at the words and really think about it because it almost it really really feels like a like a praise and worship church song but yeah so yeah that was the album What'd yeah you think, josh <laughs> Uh, so this is the album that got me into Ghost, um, who I've pretty much said is my favorite band. It's probably my f favorite uh, Ghost album as well. One of my f just one of my favorite albums in general. Um, I'm gonna do it. It's my first ten out of ten. Ooh, I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten just because because the mummy does. <laughs> <laughs> you would. it's the perfect album besides that song. Yeah, if you're looking for something like this, because it's a very particular taste, like you. Yeah, it's not for everyone, but if it is for you, you should be jamming. The funny thing, though, is I can't tell you how many how many times I've been like, "Oh, I'm going to a concert," and someone's like, "Oh, what are you going to see?" I'm like, "Oh, the sweet the Swedish satanic metal band that I like," and then and then you know it's like some normal person, so like, "Oh," and then I'm like, "Let me play you a song," because it's not what you're thinking in your head, and are then they're like, "Oh, gospel." Huh? Are you spreading the gospel? Yeah, man. <laughs> so, you know, and I play them like one of the poppy songs, like, you know, Dance Macabre or, or Square Hammer or, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that album. All right, let's go so, weekly recommend. I, I was going to say, I also remind people that they're Swedish. So if you re think about the fact that, like, most of Sweden is, like, atheists or, like, agnostic, like, they're making songs about the devil who they don't 
believe exists. So it's like if we were making mo- like songs about like Jason Voorhees, it doesn't mean like we want to be murderers. Just you know, it's like yeah, it's chill out. not real. <laughs> so um, anyway, yeah. Uh, I'm going to start off this weekly recommend, recommend with one we both automatically love. Go for it. We should talk about it. Ghost released a new song for the new uh, Halloween movie called Hunter's Moon. Let me skip ahead a little. Man, it's so good. so good, so good. Such like, a great, such a such a catchy chorus. Like, oh, I remember on Thursday night I was reading comics in bed and it was like one, and I was like, oh, I need to listen to new music. And I saw that, and I listened to it, loved it instantly. And I was like, is it too late to text Josh just to be like, hey, wake up, listen to this song if you haven't yet. So I was actually okay. So that's when did when did you hear it first? Like one in the morning after it got released. Okay, so um, they were Ghost started. So they posted their tour, and then they posted this live streaming, like um, continuously, like looping video on their YouTube, and then they kept like every little bit they'd add more to it and it was going for like hours and hours. And then at like at midnight, they dropped the song. And so like, I just so happened to like, I had been following like the drama, like since the tour announcement, I'm like, okay, they're, if they're touring, they gotta be announcing an album or yeah. something. And yeah, you've been talking about it. So oh. I've been like, wa- I was like, I was like watching that YouTube thing, like a Hawk. And then someone in the chat was like, or someone in the chat or someone on Reddit was like, all right, like, I heard somewhere that they're dropping a song at midnight, and I was like, "Well, I guess I'm staying up till midnight tonight." Oh, you were awake, probably. Yeah, I, I might not have been awake if you heard it at one, but I like because I was literally like jamming a song like the moment they dropped it on Spotify. So, <laughs> all right, yeah. what other do you have? Because I have a long list. Um, well, I just want, wanted to remind everybody of Possession 1981's "Faster on Fire" EP that came out on October 1st. Did we? I didn't. I probably didn't get a chance to talk about that. Uh, their show show was at the Russell Industrial Center. It went. It was pretty fun. Uh, I was. I'm a little. It's a little uh, COVID nervous because it was a small uh, venue and uh, not very many masks being worn. But uh, it was. It was fun. It was a lot of fun to watch them perform their first show, and I think they they killed it. So um, we'll definitely we'll definitely have to get you out to one the next time they play. Um, Can I was, tell you about my COVID scare? I, yeah. I didn't have COVID like that. Not anything. Saturday night, I left work and Mustard Plug is playing across the street. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to walk over and just see how much tickets are. I get over in front of it and there's this guy hacking. Mm. Like just coughing up a storm in line. You know, I was like, you know what? I am not even going to go look. I don't know why. It's a small venue that makes me nervous. <laughs> yeah. But I'm sure it was fine. But anyways. Ooh, speaking of small venue ska shows, I am so excited for that Suicide Machines show. Yeah, it's gonna be sick. And I didn't, um, I didn't do any, I hadn't done any research until recently into Mephiscopheles, but man, I am, I am so pumped to see them. Did you like the playlist I sent you? Yeah, um, Meph, and I'm like, I'm all about like fake satanic uh, music I things. So I'm like, a satanic ska band? Are you kidding me? And they're so and... goofy and fun. Like, <laughs> I'm so into it. And then, yeah. So, 
I can't wait. All right. Any other songs? Oh yeah. Um, and then j- did you, how'd you feel about Justin Pierre's uh, horse racing song? It's on my list. I liked it. Okay, cool. Um, give a little listen for the listeners. And then, um, Probably my favorite sing or uh, solo song by him so far. Yeah, definitely in the like the post uh, breakup area era. Or yeah, the, I like it. Um, and then I had "Automation" by Droid Bishop, which is a pretty cool um, synthwave song. Um, and then, uh, shoot, I just wrote the name of the song, not the not the name of the band. What are they called? Um, What's the song called. Until the day I die. <laughs> cover until I did it. No, no, no. It's, they did it. They put out a, a new acoustic recording of it. Uh, Story of the year. Yeah. Story of the year put out a, a acoustic version of "Until the Day I Die," which is pretty good. Um, had me in my great Page Avenue. Yeah, no, it is. It's underrated. Um, and then Al Al J Kane Major featuring Mega Ran Saturday. It's literally just like a, a rap song about Saturday morning cartoon cartoons in the eighties and nineties. So right up our alley. And then uh, last but not least, um, they've been dripping the songs out, but I think it, the finally the whole thing came out. Um, Bob Marley and the Wailers uh, released a, obviously they're not a thing anymore, but the they released a live album from 1973. And Ooh. it's like, it has this, it's the Capitol Sessions 73. And it has this just like richness um, that makes it like more fun to listen to than the, like any of the old studio recordings. It's just like feels more alive because it's alive. It's a, a pretty decent live recording. So and that's yeah. all I got. Uh, Josh, can you hear, can you smell what the rock is cooking? <laughs> no. Have you listened to the new rock rap? No. What are you talking about? Okay. I figured I wanted to show you. It's on Tech Nine's new album, Tech Nine, Joe Cool, King So, and Dwayne Johnson. And it's a song about like, beating people up, you know, being the champ. But I just want to play for you the rocks part. Okay. Hold on. Yep, right here. It's funny. Do you take a tequila drink. company? <laughs> he takes a drink and he goes one take. But the song's not a hundred. But that part is really good. Alright, so let me go through this band. I, I don't know anything about, but I found this song and I've been obsessed with it. It's called My Nightmares Would Do Numbers as Horror Movies. It's by the band If I Die If I Die First. I mean that title alone is I need to Pete listen Lance. to it. Let me see that. Oh, 
Uh, ring, ring. Hello, early 2000s Screamo. How's it going? Welcome back. <laughs> Speaking of, CU Space Cowboy has two new songs out. And this one, the heavy parts you might not like, but the non-heavy parts I think you're going to like. So, hello, MySpace era hardcore crack yeah. walk. <laughs> so that's the song Misinterpreting Constellations by CU Space Cowboy. A uh, new Circus Survive song. It's crazy what's going on right now. This comeback from everyone. And it's a beautiful Anthony Green, you're killing it. I really want a new Circus Survive album. Um, last week I showed an Ice Night, or last time we talked, I don't remember. Yeah, last week, a new Ice Night Kills song that was very like radio-friendly metal. Do you remember that? It was about Resident Evil. Yeah. So they came out with another one, because the release is next, next episode. Um, this one is heavy, and this one's about Pet Cemetery, the movie Pet Cemetery. <laughs> Sometimes dead is better. So um, if I dropped a kind of it's a slow song, but it's beautiful. It reminds me of like a slower song off like December Underground. Um, Modern Chemistry, the song One You Call. bad parts to play. <laughs> Anyways, Harley Poe is like, um, oh, I'm drawing a blank right now. It was like folky punk, but it's like wh- horror folky punk. And he released a song called Ticks. I love his voice. So damn interesting, what's wrong? Let's go away and try to bond. Nature is calling us, so we should play outside and have some fun. I love that song, sorry. Uh, Phoebe Bridges did a cover of that funny feeling of Bo Burnham album, and it's awesome. Hit the lights with Northvale and the song You Up. Good old pop punk. 
I'm surprised you didn't hear this one. The new Dan and Brano? Andriano? Nope. The Bygones? It's called Dear Darkness. For AFI fans, or not AFI, I'm not fans out there. Almost done. We are the Union and Eve 6 covered sound system by Operation Ivy. It's weird, Eve 6. Alright, and then I found a new band. This is the last one. Not a new band. They've been around a little bit, but they're called Driveways in the song Skeptic. And I'm really digging them. That's my long list of songs I found this week that I really like. Most of those were pretty decent. Yeah. I'm, I, I, the Ice Nine Kills came up on mine and I played it and I was like, oh, no. Yeah, gonna... I didn't think you would like that one. I think you're going to like the album, hopefully. We'll see, though. <laughs> we'll see. We'll yeah, see me throw in the garbage. Huh? We'll hunk cipher that one next week. <laughs> Uh, a couple. I have a couple things to touch on before we call it a night. Um, just want to mention that I saw Angels and Airwaves last night um, at the Fillmore, and interestingly enough, I re- I looked through, back through my archives, and the last show I saw at the Fillmore pre-COVID was Angels and Airwaves in September of 2019. So that's kind of interesting. Um, and they were pretty good. I didn't love the set list as much as the one they played the last time. And partially that's because there were no Blink and um, uh, Boxcar Runner uh, covers. But that's okay. Um, but he did pick all of the best songs from the new album. It didn't play any of the ones I don't like. So that's good. Tom seemed like he was in a pretty good mood. He was He was weirdly switching from fun goofy stuff to serious stuff though which is a little weird but um he said that his dad his dad died is that no no um he was talking about like when he wrote um a song for the dreamwalker oh okay Okay. yeah so no not recent um and uh it was like he's being like really goofy and really perverted and i was like oh you're you're ready to be back in blink aren't you you've been you've been talking with mark mark too much lately i mean not that that's bad we want him to talk with mark mark posted he is cancer free yeah hooray hurrah i wasn't sure if we had if that had happened since the last time we recorded or when it was but well the last episode we recorded early so it's been a bit this is true i forget um 
yeah so but it was a good show overall uh 1990 nowhere i didn't like when i was was one of the openers i didn't like them when i listened to their spotify but then um live they were actually pretty decent um i enjoyed them and then also bad sons played um bad sons is like an indie rock pop rock and they're like i told you before we started recording i feel like they they sound like they're making songs for tv commercials um so that was a little bored during them but uh you know they weren't they definitely weren't the worst band i've ever seen so um they were they were musically pretty tight um and the vocalist was sounded pretty crisp and very uh true to their recorded works just not for me so um but that was fun uh it's actually my last show for a bit so that's we had like hot and heavy here had a bunch of rescheduled and uh we got yeah. suicide machines. That's true. That's true. Never mind. I have another. I have another show. Um, I have two more shows actually. I have the creepy, creepy, cheapy show too. That uh, what's that? Huh? That's the other one. Possession's playing, right? Uh, oh, Lay is playing. When is it's all one? the bands do cover sets. Yeah, um, I remember hearing about it. I'm not exactly. I think. I think it's like the 30th or the 29th or something. I'm there, dude. I'll go. It's and I feel like it's like a it's like more than one day, actually. Yeah, um, Friday, October 29th, and Saturday, October 30th at the Crowfoot. Um, Are they playing both nights, Olay? No, Olay's just playing on the second night. Looks like. Actually, I I'm not sure. From I think they are, but I'm not 100 percent sure from this. Uh, thing here but uh is there a flyer we should post it yeah i will post yeah and i'm not gonna list all the bands but we have people doing uh um sets as daft punk metallica britney spears take mix sunday green day red hot chili peppers weezer 21 pilots foo fighters afi stray cats always title fight rancid garth brooks josie and the pussycats guns and roses david bowie motion city soundtrack lana del rey u2 Nine Inch Nails and DMX and the Rough Riders. So nice. It'll be fun. Show. Should be fun. And Olay is doing Rancid. So who's doing AFI? Um, no Vision. I don't know them, but I will say I don't know any of these other bands, but that doesn't mean anything because I'm old and don't know. All right. Anything else? Uh, mm, yes. I bought three records yesterday. What'd you get? Or I bought three records. I got. Three records came into my possession this weekend. So I went to Dearborn Music on Saturday. And I got the Batman Forever soundtrack. And I got He's the DJ, I'm the Rapper. DJ Jesse Jeff. And yeah. Will, and huh? it cracks me up because there's a big note on the front of it about how Nightmare on My Street is not affiliated with Warner Brothers. Or like whatever, you know. Like, And then I also, um, Doug and Jess got me um the f- third spice girls album forever for nice. my birthday so um i actually bought a bunch of records all at once so i, w- I wanted to share that but i thought you'd pop harder for the <laughs> <laughs> did i just see your toilet flush all right <laughs> your house yep. is like okay. those are shitty records <laughs> <laughs> all right well thanks for listening b-siders and time to flip the record over Thanks for listening to this episode of Beside Ourselves. 
Beside Ourselves is written and recorded by Danny Lowens and Josh Schramm. Beside Ourselves is available on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. If you like the show, please be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. You can follow and interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at B underscore SidePod. If you have an album or music topic you want us to cover on a future episode, be sure to slide into those DMs and let us know. The intro music for today's show is by Possession1981, and the outro music is by Former Critics. <laughs>